you are listening to Tomes of the Chaos Boy. Welcome back, listeners, to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I am DM Dave, and to the left we have... Henley. Boudreaux. Garoth and Lila. Roscoe. And Fenrir. And the recap is by Boudreaux. Boudreaux. Well, we woke up in the morning, and then we went back into the, to the competition, and there was no silverware for me to steal anywhere, by the way. And then... I like almost punched someone in the face. I didn't earn any money, and we probably lost the competition. And then Lila, Garatha, mostly Garatha, I believe, went and talked to the uh, papa, and uh, well, seemed like it was a pretty good meeting, but I wasn't really there. There, I'm just doing a recap. <laughs> <laughs> Very well done. <laughs> so we're gonna start in the morning. Everybody's rested. Except for Lila and Garatha and her dad Hanar have been talking all night. So you guys been kind of catching up. He's been yep. telling you stories of it. and He's met Lila. He's met Lila. Have, having some good laughs, enjoying each other's company. And now the sun is starting to peek through the window. Uh, oh, we've been talking all night. Oh, well, we best be going. Before... We go our separate ways, because I don't know when I'm going to be able to see you again. I can't get into the Monarch District. I'm sure we could figure out a way. Well, it would be much appreciated. I don't want this to be the last time that I see you before you leave, before I leave. Uh, I also have a couple of favors to ask. Okay. I told you that we that I've been staying in Hayden's Hollow with Lila, and that's where we met our friends and stuff like that. And it's a potential that they're going to be, the entire town is going to be bought out by this guy named Mendrick. And I'm just not, you know how I've always had a pretty decent read on people. I'm not, not okay with it. He seems like there's something shady going on there. Right. The person who actually owns the land and the mines that this sits on you know that shabby old house that just sits outside the Monarch District right there? Yes, I do, yes. Yeah, And you know the lovely individual who lives there? I know she's not well-liked around town. Correct. Yes. Miss Aleem Glonquest. Yes, Miss Glonquest and the Glonquest family actually owned that land. Um, and in order for her to help us, she needs... An audience, a dinner with the Duke, or just an audience with the Duke. I know that's probably not something that normally can be arranged, but I also know your negotiating skills. And I'm hoping that you can kind of help me out with getting her an audience. And maybe us as well, so that way we can make sure that everything goes as smooth as possible, because... Dad, she's not all there. Something's going on. She's crazy, and I don't want that to go negatively with the Duke. The other option would be as a financial backer. Either you or the clan could help purchase the hollow in the mines, but it's quite a steep, it's quite a steep bid that it's already being sold at. What is this price? <sighs> If I remember right, it's something like a hundred platinum. A hundred platinum. 
Yeah, for the mines and for the land. And I know that's, uh, I know, I know that's a lot. Yeah, that's, that will not be possible. Oh, I know. It doesn't matter what kind of negotiations I do. That is a lot for a piece of territory that really has no value. You see it as no value, but the people who live there don't see it as no value. I live there. I've lived there for months. It's got value. Right, but trying to persuade that to investors or anybody else who's willing to purchase that, that's a lot of money to be just in their minds throwing away money. I agree to a point. That's kind of why I'm banking more on a potential audience with the Duke. Well, I might be able to get... I, how many's in your group? Uh, are you counting bodies or people? <laughs> uh, preferably bodies. Oh, okay. They're not going to understand your situation. There's five of us plus Ms. Glonquest, but you might want to get six for her caretaker to be involved. If it's easier to do that, we don't all have to be there. Right. I will have to see what I do, because I can invite some guests. It'll probably be harder to get Miss Glomquest in there because of her reputation. Okay. Understandable, but she needs to be in there in order for this to work for us. That's fine, but I can only pull so many strings. I could probably get one or two of you in there to try and plead her case, the case that you have, and that's trying to get you an audience with the Duke as well. Yeah. This is a busy time for him, and plus, our relationship with the Duke has been strained as of late. Why has it been strained as of late? It's always been such a good relationship. It has, but with the Trigroven raids going mm. on and different political views on what should happen has strained us a bit. It has strained trade, which is mainly what I'm up here for, trying to make sure supplies get up here safely, and who is paying for the protection of said trade is also being negotiated, and that has put a strain on our relationships as well. That's understandable. Anything that you could do to help, any, like even a bug in an ear somewhere would be very much appreciated, just because I know that we were kind of banking into getting a dinner with the Duke with the competition that's happening, and I don't think that's going to happen. So I'm really kind of just pulling out everything that I have, which isn't a whole lot because, I mean, it'd be more if I was just me and she was just her, but the two of us together, nobody really knows who we are. Right. Well, I will, I will try my best. I'm sure the Duke is wondering where I've been all night. I'm... Sorry if I've caused any issues. Oh, no, no, no. He may have not even noticed that I was gone. He's been, as I said, relationships have been strained, and he has been kind of ignoring me, as it is, anyways. <sighs> but I can definitely try and get, see what I can do. I will give you a notice by your friend again. That would be in, great. In Lisbeth. I'll send a, a letter there to see what I can do. Great. I'll have it to you at least by the end of tonight. Okay. And if you see Brighton, tell him I appreciate everything that he's done as well. I will. Thanks, Dad. You're welcome. And he gives you a hug goodbye. You guys walk out. 
out of the door and go your separate ways. Okay, the rest of you, you're waking up. Is there anything particular you guys wanted to do before you guys head to the stadium or at least talk on the way? We probably need to, you know, discuss our options as a group, you know. We have no idea where we haven't seen Lila yet. I'm unless, pretty good at running off. Unless she's city. back. There's a couple of you that like to just disappear. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's just a group thing. And and we all know that, you know, the three of us didn't make it in. But right. so yeah, just sitting around the table, I'm like, we gotta and I'll look at, you know, Fenrir and, and Henley and, and Boudreaux here and be like, We gotta figure out I mean, that tournament was kind of our our best option and we've just thrown out that out the window. Do you guys have any ideas? I've got one idea, but I don't know how well that's going to go over. Is Lisbeth and her father in here? The father is not, but Lisbeth is. Okay. Can the father is in another room? He's he's in the house, but he's not at the breakfast table with you guys. Mm-hmm. So at this point, Femur's going to kind of turn to Lisbeth and ask her if she has any ideas on how to get an audience with the Duke, or how we could. Is there any way that maybe her dad could help us get in with the Duke or maybe even get the Duke down to see Aline? Instead of us going up there, would the Duke come down to see her? Even though she's a little bit crazy, but she's, I mean, even she's maybe not be well liked or because of her situation right now, but she's still an old family, like as part of the city. So does that hold any weight in trying to get the Duke down just to see her for 15, 10, 15 minutes or whatever? Well, I mean, if she was in a different situation, you know, not crazy, may, maybe that could hold some weight. I mean, if that was, if she was just not crazy and not offending everybody that comes across her path, I mean, she could have be invited whether she won the tournament or not. I mean, like you said, they're a well-established family here. Just kind of a cursed family, I guess. But as as my father, I mean, he, I don't know, I, could, I guess he could talk to some people. You know, he's friends with some higher-up people. Maybe they could figure out something. He's always willing to help. But that's something, I, I could go get him if you want to ask him the question. Yeah, could you go get him for us? Yeah, I'll be right back. Okay, so Lizbeth comes back with her dad. He's like, yes, you wanted to talk to me. Yeah, so we're kind of in a little bit of a pickle here. I don't know how much you've kind of heard us talking or what what we've kind of talked about, but there is a piece of land called Hayden's Hollow. Have you ever heard of that? No, I have not. So it's a piece of land kind of tucked back in between a forest and I mean it's tough to get the wagons there but there's a mine there that there are some richer people mainly his name is Mendrick believes that this mine can produce a lot of wealth and he's trying to buy the land from a gleam glom quest and we're trying to put a stop to that one thing that Aleem suggested from us is that she needed an audience with the duke and we were hoping to get that audience by winning the tournament. Um, we'll find out. We'll find out in a few hours. But we have some kind of some insider information that none of us made it. Do you have any ideas on how, or could you get 
kind of an audience with the Duke, or maybe the Duke could come down and talk to Aleem. I know she's, I know she's crazy. I know she's not 100% there, but I mean, her name has to hold some weight, right? I would think in other circumstances, yes, that would be the case. But she has offended many of the the leaders here with her antics and they have distanced away from her. As of me trying to get you in, I'm just an owner of a bookstore. But I mean, I could possibly see if any of the wizards have a plus one, maybe. But that's trying to convince them to even go. Many of them don't deal with the politics or anything, and they kind of stick to themselves. Do you know if Kendall does? That I am not sure. Okay. Maybe I know I'll... he's a little more lenient to those things. He's more of a people person than most of the wizards. Okay. Maybe I'll go talk to him. You know Kendall. Yes. <laughs> not so confident about it. We got into a pickle the other night. And Kendall kind of tasked me with trying to find a different scarecrows around our route because they're imbued with some dark magic. Oh, that does sound very serious. Yeah, it it wasn't too great, but I wasn't arrested and put in jail, so that was good. <laughs> ah, well, I mean, that might be your best shot, but I'm I'm sorry that I don't have more... Can't give you any more help. No, that's okay. Your hospitality here has been more than appreciated, and we do thank you for the hospitality that you have provided. Well, it does get kind of lonely here, just me and Lisbeth. So it's been nice to have you guys here, and plus have having Rowan. Rowan here helping out has been very nice as well. Hasn't, hasn't, ha, hasn't had any luck with uh, finding an apprenticeship yet, but... He hasn't quite been looking. Him and Lisbeth has been distracting him, it seems like. Oh, Dad. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, big sister's going to get involved. <laughs> Where is that boy anyways? Oh, he's out looking for more apprenticeships. Good. Good for him. <laughs> well, I must be going now. I am getting, I'm getting late. Can Enjoy I yourselves and good luck. Yes. Can I just be, like, coming in and he's leaving? Sure. And, like, bump into him and, like, apologize and then say, thanks for letting me stay here and be all awkward. You're you're welcome. And he walks out. (laughs) So I had an idea. And it's probably only part of an idea, but I have one. So we need to get that place back. And I was thinking, so-and-so said to so-and-so about the sun. You guys remember that guy? What's his no. face? The guy that's gonna buy the hollow? That evil man. Mendrick? Mendrick has a son and he was gonna give that guy the son. Maybe. Mendrick has a daughter. A daughter. And I was thinking maybe we could like talk to one of them and maybe like see if they're nice. If we can even find them, we haven't seen them yet. Good point. Well, we hadn't actually been looking for them either. Also a good point. And, you know. What's his face? Isn't it his son that's, like, married to him? Getting married? Yeah. Yeah. I follow you, sugar. You're wanting to get with 
Mendrick's daughter. Mendrick's daughter. Who is who engaged is getting... to Aleem's nephew. Yes. Yeah, dad, yeah. To see what's going on there and if they can back off with uh, the pressure on Aleem. Is that exactly what you're talking about? I know. Like, maybe they could talk to their... Never mind. It was a really bad idea. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think you're onto something. Like, if Mendrick's plan is to give the land or give Hayden's Hollow to, you know, his future son-in-law, and we can try to get out the intentions of, you know, his son-in-law. Like, does he, is he kind of arrogant? Is he a jerk? Is he going to kind of run the place into the ground? Or is he, is he going to be a good guy? And I think we also need to look into, like, his daughter. Like, I mean, are they going to run the place well, because, I mean, if they're going to go in there and step in and they're going to let the people kind of run the place and... It might be fine. It might be okay. Do we need to go through with all this trouble trying to get Aleem to see the Duke? But his claw will always be in it, though. I don't know if we'll really have it on our own. That's true. Maybe that's a bad idea. Let, let's, let's create some other plans first. Man, maybe that's a last resort. You know, we do have the idea of not the idea, the bad news of those creatures. We might just need a sitting with the Duke, huh? That's a good point, too. Warn the Duke about the creatures. Well, now, if y'all want to see the Duke, it might be easier without Miss Glonquest there because I know that I've been disappearing the last little while, but uh, Garotha had a meeting with her, with her daddy last night, and that's kind of where we at. And he said it'd be much easier not to get in and if we want to see the Duke without her present. But mm. it's not necessarily going to do us much good if that's the kind of thing that we're doing to try and save the Hollow. But for warning purposes, if that's, again, that it might be an easier option to negotiate. So try and pass on, go see Aleem and try and pass on her message to the Duke. Yeah, but I don't know if that's going to do much good because she wants to see the duke in person we can always go talk but i mean y'all got places to go as well what do you think roscoe i mean i'm gonna go back down to the tournament regardless i know we lost but you never know maybe robert has counted wrong mr i'm so good at numbers i never count wrong are you sure <laughs> i i just want to see there's an option there that maybe we can assess the top 10 and see if we can tag them out and you know we're not in it for the money obviously so just find one that's not i mean all that political stuff or whatever is pretty boring anyway maybe they don't want to see the meeting exactly so i mean i'm gonna go back down i think i'm gonna at least i'm gonna go back down and assess the situation and and go from there we gotta keep pressing forward and seeing what we can get to happen because we can't just throw in the towel now and be done we've come too far We got people counting on us. Yeah. Let's go see if we know anybody in the top ten or even if we know let's find out who's gonna who won. Maybe the top three, maybe they'll they'll give Aleem the chance to meet the Duke instead of them. All right, let's go. All right. <clears throat> okay. You guys head start heading to the tournament area. The Duke gets up and he's like, The results are in, ladies and gentlemen. Are we all lined up kind of like in front of him? Yep. Okay. You guys are all down in the stadium. 
significantly smaller number showed up today. The significantly smaller amount because there was quite a few people that were like, yeah, we're not even close to be getting in. We're just here for fun. Yeah. So they didn't even show up, didn't bother getting up early to come. In the top 10 will go as follows from, from 10th place to 1st. In 10th place, Nyx. She is sponsored by herself. You see this little gnome? Stand up and wave around. In ninth place, there is Bilbron, also a gnome, sponsored by himself. In eighth place, we have Sigmund the Balanced. Stand up, and you notice that he's a bard. He's a human. He does a backflip. And he was sponsored by the Sleeping Boar Tavern. In seventh place, we have Kelvar. You see this very... So Kelvar Garatha. Mm-hmm. You would recognize this name. Okay. However, how much information you know of him, roll me a history check. Oh. And this guy, this dwarf, looks like a mean dwarf. He has scars all over his face. Very, very mean looking. I got an 18. Okay. You know this guy, Kelvar the Clanless, is what a lot of people call him, as you would know. Okay. Known for his brutality and his meanness. How, and he's been kicked out of um, Rockstead, the dwarven home of, of a large group of, of the dwarves okay. in the mountains of, in the east. Uh. Rumors have it that he is the illegitimate son of Delg, the king of the Steelhammers. He was able to persuade the clan to exile him instead of execute him for his deeds. Kelvar was sponsored by the Iron Hills Guild. In sixth place, we have Morgren Stillhammer, sponsored by the Gallivanting Stag. In fifth, we have Darvol, sponsored by the Fletcher's Mart. In fourth, we have... Navara, she is sponsored by Maven Ricks. Alama, sponsoring herself. In second place, we have Talib from Dengal. You see this knight, dark, very dark complexion. Gentleman, and you notice that he is in garb. And he was sponsored by the Pegasus Palace. And in first place, Portia Smoothhands. Sponsored by the Meadow Reeds of Mapleshire. Roscoe, you would know the Meadow Reeds as kind of the count, the kind, they're kind of the representatives for Mapleshire. Gotcha. In Avalon. They kind of have mean, uh, connections in with the Duke of how trade and stuff like that is. They own a lot of land up there in Mapleshire. But generally, they live in Avalon. Okay. Mostly. The tournament will commence, the final tournament of combat will commence in two hours. Prepare yourselves and thank you for participating for those of you who did not make it. So at this point, okay. Roscoe's going to do a thing. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to step forward out of line. Okay. And I'm going to, you know, kneel down. I'm going to speak to the Duke. I'm going to try and persuade him to allow me to participate in the final round. Okay. My Lord Duke, I am a traveler from a quiet land that is in danger. 
I have come to win the tournament to win an audience with you. However, I have failed to win a spot in the top 10. I beseech you to allow me to participate in the final round. I do not seek the money, honor, or glory, but an opportunity simply to speak with you about the safety of these people. I, if I place first, second, or third, I will forfeit that money to the person below me so that everybody still gets their standings. All I ask is an opportunity to prove myself to you and to win an audience with you. Can you give him like a bardic inspiration? Low key. If the DM will allow it. You tell me how and what you're doing, then <laughs> maybe. He's going to whisper around, you got this, Roscoe. <laughs> Run up right next to Roscoe. You got this. Good job. Come on, come on, come on. Right? Step up. He's just sitting over there in the corner. No. He's one of the force and the force is with him. He's one of the force and the force is with him. Fenrir will now step up. Okay. And saying this to Roscoe, mm -hmm. but trying to make it sound general enough that it generally applies to whoever's listening. This here, Roscoe is a noble man. As he stated, we seek no glory, we seek no money. What we want is an audience with you so that we may save the land Hayden's Hollow. It is a land full of refugees that have been ravaged, whose lands have been ravaged by the Trigroven. They seek their own respite so that they may hopefully live in peace being able to protect their land, to grow their food, and possibly sell their goods that may come from their land, from their mines, and to live in peace. You see, you start hearing kind of rumblings in the crowds, like, oh, no, my gosh, what is going on? What is that? What is that? You know, Let kind of fight. <laughs> Let <him> fight. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what he does. He starts doing that. He goes, Let him fight. Let, let them fight. Let them fight. I join in. Okay. Okay, you can see that the Duke is not very happy. Oh, you know. Reasonable. And he's like, Master Halfling, this is a competition. I cannot just let anybody in if they did not qualify. That is the rules. Good day. And he just turns around and leaves. You can see some people of the council been like, this is weird. Like, mm -hmm. but some of them are being very snub. Like, how dare a contestant even bother making some kind of request at said thing? This is at the time that, do? like, we should turn around and just be like, let him fight, let him fight, let him fight. And we do it again, even louder. Okay, you do it louder. I'm going to push my luck. Okay. This is awesome and horrible, and I hate it. Mm. I love that. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm going I'm to yell after him again. Be like, my Lord Duke, I respect your decision and I understand. But that being said, I still need to counsel with you. If I cannot prove myself here, then how, how can this be done? These people are in danger. Rules are rules, Master Halfling. And if you speak out again, I will have you detained. We must carry on with the tournament. That is my final word on this. You start hearing kind of unpleasant crowd noise, as in they don't agree with what the Duke just said. 
The Duke's kind of being a little harsh. So at that, the Duke walks away and somebody else steps up and, and is like, contestants, prepare, get yourselves prepared. We will return in two hours for the combatants' things. Everyone, all the participants are now excused. We will see you, see the 10, in two hours. What is the first place uh, little halfling doing? She just walk off. People are people are congratulating her. People, you know. I go up and congratulate her, and thank her for my the tips she gave me. You're welcome. I, I wish they would have helped you better, and we had more time. You do have potential. You just need a little more confidence in yourself. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yes, and there's other people coming around congratulating her, congratulating uh, the other. Top 10. You see some people are very disgruntled. Other participants that were mad because they didn't get in. Of course, the disappointment around. Is there anything else you guys want to do? Can I go approach Navara? Uh, sure. From, she was sponsored by Maven Ricks. Yes, you may. And Navara, Fenrir, is someone that you recognize as well. She was about two years ahead of you during your bard school. You knew her by name. You knew that she was very popular because she had a, like a unique gift to be able to play music and have the lights dance around her. And the mute and the lights would change colors as she danced. Very unique uh, technique for a bard. And so she was quite popular and she's quite renowned for her, her abilities for that. Just go up to her and be like, congratulations and... You know, making the top 10. Well done. You may not remember me, but I do respect that you're... I love the way you perform your music and how you use the dancing lights around you as you perform. Good luck in this tournament. Oh, yes. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I'm going to need lots of luck, you know. This is... Ooh, I can't believe I made it in. This is... Ooh, this is a little exciting. This is a lot bigger crowd than I've ever performed in front of. Mm. Ask her on a date. He's still stuck on the other. <laughs> what? I'm stuck on the one on the, on the road. That's not the point. But thank you. I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate all. your help. That's all. I appreciate your comments. Okay. Anything else? Well, what's the plan, guys? Henley whispers. That was a good idea, Roscoe. He's just rude. I agree. All those higher up people. I'm gonna take slight offense to that, <laughs> but I'm not gonna voice it. It will be very evident on my face, though, because my dad's one of those higher-up people. Both my dads are one of those higher-up people. Lila's going to interject and say he has been under probably some strain as well. Karatha's daddy said that, that things haven't been as, as easy with the negotiating part and things as normal, so that might be it, too. It's not just you, but what are we going to do now? Guess we wait on your dad. Let's wait and see who wins the tournament, and maybe we can go talk to whoever wins. Well, I mean, okay, listen. I don't know how we do it, nor do I want to do it. Calavar, weirdo guy. All right, he's sponsored by my dad. I ain't talking to my dad, though. Okay, he's sponsored by a daddy, and you don't really want to do it, but how do you even know your daddy's in town? Ah, uh, that... 
she had bumped into him when he was there. That's who that was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we look so much alike, don't we? <laughs> yeah, I think he may have recognized you as he was walking away. His face <laughs> goes pale. You really doing so? Uh, I don't, I don't know for sure, but there was a twinkle in his eye. I don't like the sound of that. But what if it's for the hollow? For families? Oh, I don't know. Maybe we should come up with another plan first. Well. Yeah, I mean, we can try talking to Aleem, seeing where Garatha's dad. Also, I don't even know if he would do anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he might not, but. You know that guy, he's known as the clanless for a reason, right? He got kicked out. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, well yeah, yeah. It's what Garatha says. He got kicked out of his clan, and it's well known that he got kicked out. Now, it's awful hard, as a dwarf, to get kicked out of your clan. I, I know that you probably don't know a whole lot of gnomish things because you spent most of your time with, or not gnomish things, I'm sorry, dwarfish things, because you spent, it sounds like, a lot of your life with the Liz folk there. That's but right. that, it's, it's not the easiest thing to do, and usually they don't kick people out. They usually kill him. Ooh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk to my dad. <laughs> I, I wasn't saying your daddy. I'm saying the person he sponsored. I'm not trying to put a negative lie on this, but just want you to know what you're kind of stepping into there. Well, now, it's just a bad idea. You right. Let's do something else. No, well, you, you went and talked to the, that lady who was sponsored by Maven Ricks, right? Yeah, but she was just somebody I recognized from school. Didn't think to mention the fact that She's sponsoring somebody who, or she's sponsored by somebody who owns something in Hayden's Hollow. Well, I was thinking and about Mel's it. And Mel's there, and we have some connection there. Yeah, I thought about it, but I couldn't remember anything about Maven Ricks there. I knew the head lady, and she seems really nice, and I know I remember she liked to talk a lot, but I, I didn't want to bring that up to her. <laughs> who am I talking to right now? <laughs> You've adopted Lila's accent. <laughs> well, no, sugar. I, I like the way you're talking now. I'm going to take this as a compliment. Anyway, um, <laughs> it might be of something maybe to talk, go talk to Maven, the, the people who actually own Maven Ricks, too, to just let them know that Mel's doing well. Mel, that's what it was. Or Mel's not doing well there or, or whatnot. And see if they have some clout that maybe they can get. Because I think the more people that we have coming at the Duke, the better. I think that's a good option, actually. I mean, they've got ties to it. And, and they're local. To save it. Okay. Well, let's see if she wins. Well, we can talk to the sponsors prior to as well. That's true. Just... Put a bug in the ear. Maybe you could sing to her. Maybe oh. Do one of those things that makes us really happy. You guys can do a duet together. Or or you tell her one of your fancy stories. One of the ones that you haven't told us yet. Oh, yeah. So I perk in your step. I, I like it when you tell us some stories. I, I, I could try that. I've I could heard try a story that. from you in a while. Funny. We've been a little busy. I want to hear some new stories soon. 
Anyway. M- maybe tomorrow? <gasps> maybe tomorrow. That'd be great. Always maybe tomorrow. Always. <laughs> tomorrow never comes. Now when it is, I'm never there because I'm always out drinking somewhere, it seems like. Gosh. Well, not me, but Yeah, Arthur. where have you been lately? Uh, well, so let's see. First time I disappeared, um, I went down to the shanties to go and... Uh, See if I could find, well, I didn't go. Garatha went, I should specify, I guess. Uh, Garatha went to go see if she could find a friend, Brighton, who actually works for the Duke. And that's how she found out her daddy was in town. That's how she got in contact with her daddy. And we almost got in a fight there. Anyways, I ended up real drunk because of her. It's just the reason I had a headache the other day. And I, yeah. Uh, the second time, I was just real mad and doesn't really matter. Garatha took over again, and I went to go see if we could get in to see her. Or she went to go and see if she could get her daddy. And then last night, she went to go see her daddy because finally got in contact. That's what that letter was about. That was left for us. Her, not me, let's be honest. But he's a very nice man. Reminds me a little bit of uh, my old brother. Oh, man, they get along great. Anyway, but that's where I've been going. But um, I also... Uh, went out to the shanties to see if we could find Pauline. Because, you know, we're supposed to be passing along a message, right? Uh, she's not here, by the way. She's looking for this drow named Posh. Boudreaux, that name would sound familiar to you. Did you just say Posh? Yeah, that's who she's out looking for. I know her. Okay, great. Well, she's looking for Posh. That's where Pauline is. I passed along the message to... The people that she's normally with, but I, I don't know. I just saw if it's her be like before I went to the hollow. So it's it been a while. Long ago. She's a little crazy too. <laughs> but do you just surround your people like self with crazy people? Well, life would be so boring if we were not all crazy. I've been called crazy, so I can't really say anything. Yeah. Exactly. That's <laughs> why I like you. Now. Wait, what? <laughs> let's see. Why? Why is she? What's wrong with her? She was at her, her hut last time I was with her. Uh, I mean, Pauline was out looking for her because I guess she wandered off. And she's been wandering out north and couldn't find her. That's what, that's what she's doing right now. And I'm suspecting that she's got the warg with her because the warg wasn't there. But I met some real nice people. I think you get to know you like them too. Oh, and there's Bard there. I think she's Bard anyway. She plays a real nice instrument. Super pretty. She's a high elf, if you believe that. A high elf? A high elf. I didn't even, I thought they were myths. I didn't even think they actually existed. So, Boudreaux, as they're talking about like a warg and a high elf, you're kind of putting things together because this is another group that you are familiar with. Really? This group hung out with Posh a lot. Oh, okay. And, and he... They were there when you arrived at Posh's house. Because you liked the warg. Oh, you yeah, and the warg we got, a, got along pretty well. We, we shared fleas together. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so when they mentioned the high elf, you know it's Vortali. The name Pauline is not clicking to you. And then, the, then you would know this group. Godfrey, Vortali, Melon, the little forest gnome. Gorgon, he's a mute human. I like that one. And Norog, who is the warg. So you're getting that information as they're talking about and why Lila is sharing this information with the group. 
man, that's really sad. I like all of these people. They're good people. Well, so Pauline and the Borg, they're the only ones that went out, uh, from what I understand. Because, I mean, for Tolly, she's, she's the high elf that I didn't really think existed. She's out there. Godfrey's out there. Which, I, which I mean, they were talking. The high elf and Brighton, Garatha's friend, were talking when we were out in the pubs first time. So I went wandering looking. Oh, my gosh. I still tell stories like you now, Boudreau. Anyway, anyway. So we were out. They were talking about Godfrey and the fact that he wasn't back. And I, I just wanted to make sure that I could check in and take one of our things off our list. Because I don't know how many things that we've actually ticked off our list. So there we go. Well, I bet it's that stupid truck growing. Bet they took her. That'd be my guess. Okay, as you guys are walking, which direction are you guys going to? Or are you guys kind of just standing outside the tournament? Fenrir was going to wait at the tournament. He wants to know who won, who's going to win. Okay. We will get to the tournament and find out who wins next time on Tomes of the Chaos Bar. Thanks for listening, guys. Big shout out to DA Nichols. She's amazing. She's writing this music, and it is fantastic. She's got lots of songs coming our ways, so get ready for those. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at Tomes of the Chaos Bard. Also, email us. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Just talk to us. That'd be great. <laughs> at at the chaos bard pod at gmail.com. Also, Solemn's looking for those five-star reviews and what they say so he can give you guys a wonderful shout-out. Guys, we are loving doing this. We just want to give a shout-out to you guys for the amazing support that you guys have been giving us. It's been an awesome experience, and we're just excited to continue on with this. With that, I am DM Dave, and to the right we have... Fenrir. Roscoe. Lila Grotha. Boudreau. And Henley. And until next time, we unroll the scroll to tell the tale. Bye.